30 Nerdy's presenting sponsor and the home of all of the official 30 Nerdy swag is Advertising Expressions. Juice, what would Superman be without the big S on his shirt? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about Iron Man? What, what if he couldn't slap that Stark Industries logo on everything? You know, Clark and Tony, they probably go to Advertising Expressions, like us, for all their advertising needs. Oh, yeah. And so should you. And when you need your own symbol, like for work, church, school, a team of super friends maybe, check out Advertising Expressions. They can help you get your name and logo in front of as many people as possible, as often as possible, for as long as possible. That's right. So whether you're a billionaire, playboy, philanthropist, or faster than a speeding bullet, check out Advertising Expressions at advertising-expressions.com. Or give them a call at 423-586-3270. And tell them the nerds at 30 and Nerdy Podcast sent you. What's up, nerds and nerdettes? Welcome to another episode of the 30 and Nerdy Podcast. I'm your host, the Duke of Nerds, the Sweet Tea of the Nerdy South, the Dawn of Dandridge, Tennessee, Tyler Mack, and joined by the co-host. He's the podfather of 30 and Nerdy, the juicy one. He's freshly squeezed. He's the master of Morristown, Josh Davis. What's up, Doc? Hey man, New Year! I, I'm one, so excited. Name. Yeah, every time you know we have like a, it's like a, a rebirth, like New yeah. Year or New Season. You always yeah. have some kind of new, some little, little thing, and I love it. I'm here for it. They just come to me. Like I didn't think of the Dawn of Dandridge till right before I said it. <laughs> Maybe because I that improv man Dan- Dandridge to you right before, and it just threw it in your head. Yeah. Like a hot potato. Yeah. You know, I was uh, looking at something on our uh, feed on Apple today. Yeah. And we have like 170 something or more, like to maybe 271 different entries that we've released over the years. Uh, yeah. My over the goodness. years. Because we used to do follow up Fridays. That's and right. Special occasions like interviewing yeah. uh, Zach's friend from. Uh, uh, where was he from? Boys and Girls Club in yeah. like, uh, another country somewhere. I can't, yeah. remember, where it was. I can't remember where it was from, but mm-hmm. yeah, we used to do a lot of those things. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We, we, like to, we like to try things now and then. We do. We try new things here and there. I'm taking us on a tangent. I'm sorry. I don't know. No, no, no. no. It's okay. Uh, it's, it's a new year. Same nerds. <laughs> exactly. Um, P- point proven. You know, <laughs> that's, that's the, 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 understatement of the century josh that going is, on a tangent about that is the, not our new year's resolution to stop tangents not at all well if i it actually was, made I'm a new year's resolution to do more tangents oh really yes so then i'm helping you you are you're you're helping me out well uh, i live to help you sir yeah yeah so we haven't talked since uh we recorded the last episode uh first things first how was your christmas 
Uh, it was really nice. Good. Um, it was, you know, we weren't sure how it was going to feel because this is our first Christmas without Becky's mom. Who yeah. Sadly passed uh, last, last January, We're coming up on a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, holidays are always fun, special oh, yeah. times and, you know, for anyone. So, um, you know, we were, that was a component of, of the day, but otherwise it was, it was really nice. And um, I love our break times, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. don't get me wrong. Of course, I love, I love school and I love being so busy and, and everything that I do w- with that. But the holiday times and the break times, I, I, I just love it. It's my favorite time. So it was a great time. How about cool. you? Uh, well, we were awoken Christmas Eve, Christmas morning at uh, 7 a.m. on the dot to burst pipes. Uh, and we, we do this tradition. And I know it's going to sound really weird that uh, adult children of their parents ha- still have this Christmas tradition. We all sleep in the same room. What is mom's room? We all huddle up in the back and we do this whole like coming out of the room into the living room where the tree is with our eyes closed. We've done it ever since we were kids. And uh, we still do it. We still go to bed to watching the Santa Claus on Christmas Eve night. Well, at 7 a.m., you had mom in her bed, me on a little pull-out thing, Gustavo on a bed, on an inflatable, Peyton on the couch, and Nolan on a different inflatable. All at 7 a.m., just here, like, you know, on the River Rampage at Dollywood, as you're getting towards that little archway that the water's just falling, mm-hmm. but it stops when you get there and it just drifts mm-hmm. a little. That's the noise we heard, just that. And, like, all of a sudden, like, at 7 a.m., we're all kind of coming to, and you can hear us, and you just hear my mom go, is that water? up get up get up everybody get up we're we're throwing shit on the bed so it doesn't get wet we're moving dressers we're dad (laughs) and he's just are you ready no (laughs) we've got burst pipes in here and we ran water like we did what they told you to do you know you run a little water when it's in those freezing temperatures but we have a pre-civil war house so we have still to this day the first installed copper piping for our water copper pipes wow yeah so we had to replace with seven bursts five different pipes with me and dad had to replace that and uh and a lot of damage to the roof because this is a new mom's room is a newer part of, yeah. of the house it's not the part of the original house so the guy who built our new addition was a friend of ours. He's he's dead now. He ran the water up the wall and over the ceiling as opposed to under the house. <laughs> so, and didn't insulate it up there. So there's no like pool noodles wrapping mm. it or all this insulation. It would be warmer underground than it would be above ground. And uh, it's just, it screwed us. So... We had to do a lot of that. This was all a result of the uh, one and two degree weather we had, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, that little stint of of uh, close to zero degree weather that we had down here in the south, which is very rare for us. Well, I know it wasn't Santa Claus bursting your pipes when he came through because <laughs> I know he wasn't visiting you. No, 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 no. I didn't get anything. I got coal. Mm. Uh, 
which is fine because I like to grill out. But yeah, it was it was a rough morning, but we got the water turned off to that part of the house, put some buckets out for little drops, towels all over the floor, and just was like, well, we might as well join in a circle and sing Fahu Dor. <laughs> you can't run Christmas. <laughs> you can't. It came just the same. It still came for us. So we still opened our presents and all that. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, we still made the best of it. What'd you do for the new year? Actually, I think Emma had her first sleepover. I, I think this was the first one. Uh, we had, uh, we had my friend David over and, Mm -hmm. um, his, uh, lovely girlfriend and and her daughter Mm -hmm. were here. And, uh, we all had a little new year's party together with the, with the girls and, stayed up and watched the ball drop and all that good stuff. Actually, we did not watch the ball drop. We watched the Dolly Miley Cyrus New well, Year's yeah. extravaganza yeah. when Naturally. Dolly was singing Wrecking Ball and then switched it up into I Will Always Love You. Ugh. Four grown adults in my living room went, oh, my Lord. I um, need that version. Like, I'm sure that, it's I need that somewhere. recording. I mean, you, so you saw it, right? Oh, God, yeah. All hell, Queen Dolly. Absolutely. We'll, say that. we'll just say that. Um, and you know, Miley's okay too. I made it. I love Miley. I, I know <laughs> I, a lot of people I, freaked uh... out when she did her whole theatricality change. And she, I mean, when you're as, as we've, we've seen with a lot of Disney stars, I mean, you are under a radar and when you're finally done with it, go wild. They were the best times of her life. She's, she's mellowing out now though. The hair's grown back. She's still got a hell of a voice. Great voice. Um, yeah, I, I did like all her Metallica stuff. Mm, so good. Her her cover of Zombie is really good, too. Yeah, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we uh, we were in a cabin in uh, Blue Ridge, uh, not far from the cabin the six of us stayed at in Blue Ridge, Georgia. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, took They had never been. My family had never been. Me and Maddie were the only two that had been there. So we were kind of like, oh, we got to go to that quaint little town it was really cool there's some 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 hallmark movies were filmed in that town and so we took them down there and got ice cream and ate there and they loved this cute little town and uh we got to the cabin we were the last to get there um because i had to work and we get there and i'm like good god i i don't like i don't hate them but i i'm not big fan of beaches because i get sunburnt and yeah. I'm not a big fan of cabins because I have to drive up a steep ass hill for two miles. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm going off the side. I'm like, I just don't know what I like. I like to sit at home. I know that. Uh, it's staycation. Staycation. Staycations, man. And uh, I walked in and apparently I made this face and Peyton said, oh, my sister Peyton said, I promise you I win. And I went, win what? She's like, you look miserable. I went, oh, just those drives stress me out. It's like, plus we were in the jelly bean. My car was getting four new tires put on because they all four decided to weather rot over the last few months. So I had to drop $600 on new tires after Christmas before the new year. (laughs) I'm I'm getting close to that point myself. And uh, which they're great. New tires are great. I said, you know, we're in the jelly bean. So it was kind of like, I think I can, I think I can at times. Uh, which is Maddie's car. And she said, well, my car was stolen with thousands of dollars of Christmas presents in the back seat. So she lost everything. Just 
in seconds. Mm-hmm. Everything she got days prior was in the back of her seat because she was going back to base after the cabin. Cause she's working. She's doing her air force long, like three or four months stint is what she's been doing. She gets a little holiday weekends and she'll, she will get back into town the night of the rehearsal. If, if they release her early that day, the wedding rehearsal, the wedding rehearsal. Yeah. yeah. So she might not be at rehearsal, but she will be at the dinner. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a, a rough couple weeks for the McDaniels, but she was cracking jokes about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, at that just, point, you know, she's I, like, she was I, laughing and she goes, yeah. you either laugh or you cry. Cause I mean, yep. honestly, who gets their car stolen? Like I, she's like, I'm the first person that I personally know to ever have their car stolen. And we were all like, mm, yeah, I mean, you're the, you're the, uh, who, do you know someone? Yeah. I know a few different people it's happened to. That's crazy. Yeah. But it and does the, seem it, it, around here, like, people we know it sounds it sounds like something that just happens in movies or on yeah. tv but like no it happens for real yeah and but I, I really admire peyton though because when i get <laughs> when a few <laughs> bad things happen to me i'm like oh my god it's like charlie brown horrible yeah. and oh, good grief yeah and so she's just like yeah you know whatever it's what what, what can you do at this point really so it's what like can I you do sit here and whine about it or i can just pick up and move on because yeah what else can you do so well i mean the type of person that that i've kind of become is my ass would have been stalking the streets of chattanooga instead of at the cabin i'd have been like in a mask and a hoodie and like going straight vigilante i'm like i'm gonna find my car and say you can keep the car just give me the stuff in the back man Mm -hmm. like i'll just take it all and carry it all but uh, she's been a trooper. Uh, insurance was really quick to get her a rental, which is great. Um, but to file a a money claim to get her a new car, when stuff like this happens, that's why you have insurance. Um, they have to wait 30 days in case the car comes back. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> in case they're just done with it and they just bring it back to the apartment in Chattanooga, you mean? Or they just happen to find it? She's like... It's been gone for, she looked at me and she said, it's been gone for three days now. And I can tell you, I don't want it back because God knows what's been done to it. Mm-hmm. They could have ripped it apart, put drugs in it. They could, you know. Yeah, or like some, send yeah. it off to some other part of the country just to get it like out of the yeah area where it was taken. You know? Yeah. She was like, I, I wouldn't want it back now. So it's crazy, but we are all alive and breathing and yeah. That's 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 what we're we're most happy about now. So what are your what are uh I kind of stopped doing resolutions. Yeah, me too. As I got older and I started doing like things I'm going to do as opposed to like I'm cutting this out. It's going to be more like a I'm going to send a letter once a month to somebody yeah. I don't talk to much anymore or yeah. um, stuff like that. Mine's sort of like I'm gonna work on this. I'm. Yes. I have a goal of getting to yes. this. Not okay. I'm gonna, you know, just cut like cutting chocolate and cutting yeah. out soft drinks and alcohol and, and all that. Actually, stuff. like I've had some success with that kind of thing before. Mm-hmm. Like there was a year, I don't know, three or four years ago. Like we were like, oh yeah, we're gonna be vegetarians. We're gonna just start on January first. We're gonna yeah. be vegetarians, and I made it until like August. Yeah. Yeah. 
and so like i've had a lot of success with that but i've been losing my willpower with a lot of things it's and easy. i was you know over the past almost two years and i haven't really talked about it much on here like i was really getting really like into being healthy and and like i was exercising a lot i was like mm-hmm. getting in really good shape and it was like i was really disciplined with it and doing a really good job and um <laughs> high school musical happened so uh that went out the window real quick and i was also um i was doing like another couple of gigs here and there doing other things for extra money so that also limited my time for like yeah. healthy eating and working out so yeah the dad bod is uh returning uh, with a vengeance so i gotta i gotta get back to work on that and i've been intending to do it the past couple of days but you can start on monday that's I'm, what i always no, say i'm, like, I'm start starting tomorrow i'm starting <laughs> tomorrow but i said that yesterday um, um and all, like a couple of years ago also we talked on here maybe it was last year like what's our nerd year nerd resolutions yeah. and it's like i'm gonna watch all the the netflix marvel shows like yeah because I haven't seen all of Daredevil to this day. Mm-hmm. I know that's like a, a sin, but that's I haven't crazy. seen all of it. I haven't seen season three. Uh, I was going to watch like Luke Cage and all that stuff. I didn't do that. And I was also going to like make a goal to read like so many, you know, comic series mm-hmm. throughout the year. And I didn't really do much of that either. So those are my other ones that I am still going to do. And by golly, mark it, write it down. Etch it in stone Put right in now. Purple ink. I am watching Supernatural this calendar year. Okay. I, mean, I can. Do, do you, do you I want know, shock? Listen, me? I can see from the reaction you don't believe me. No, I don't. Well, that just gives me extra motivation. Okay. So I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, I, it's going to happen. So you just wait and see what, you know, what's here's here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to watch the whole thing and not even tell you about it. I'm not going to say a word to you about it until it's like, Oh, Hey, by the way, I'm on the finale. You're just just going to start quoting it and stuff to me. How about that time that, uh, Dean did this and you're going to be like, what, what if it happens? That's like season seven, man. Wow. All right. You just wait and see. Okay. He is on. I shall prove you wrong. Okay. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've shared. Now you you tell us. Uh my mine was, you know, this past year was to be more uh more positive and just enjoy things. Like don't read about behind the scenes stuff. Don't assume you're gonna hate something before you see it, like I, I used to be. Uh and it went really well. Like it actually made me enjoy things more. You know, you don't have to stop speaking your mind if you have an issue with something, but don't go into it already critical or you're going to come out of it critical. And I did I did really well with it this past year. Like I would just watch things as a fan the first time instead of looking for things that upset me or looking for things that are off or already thinking I'm not going to like a cast choice. It went really well this year. I uh, enjoyed a lot of stuff that was shown to us, uh, movies, television, stuff like that. I, I tackled Big Bang Theory finally True. this True. year. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I had a lot of time with the surgery, uh, and we will be doing uh, an episode here in a couple of weeks where we 
finally get to to have a retrospective about Big Bang and mm-hmm. talk it out. And uh, uh, we actually uh, enjoyed the finale together. You, we zoomed in and you you rewatched the finale when, while I watched it for the first time, and there were some tears. So mm-hmm. it was very good. It was it was a good finale. Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was one of the better finales because you know yeah. we always say ending things are hard. Always, but they did it. A really good job with it yeah i still have to finish Shit's creek because my brother nolan said that it's the only finale he has said perfect just a perfect finale i can't remember the finale of Shit's <laughs> creek i saw it i watched the whole series yeah. and i loved it it's brilliant mm-hmm. but uh i did not and i just realized something like Shit's creek is in canada right yeah yeah it's set in canada mm-hmm. i uh hung out with these canadian dudes when i was at the music festival in louisville mm-hmm. two years in a row i've hung out with these canadian dudes actually and i always talk to them about <laughs> wrestling and politics and Letterkenny. and i didn't once think to talk to them about shit screen that's great yeah but yeah. i guess like all the stereotypical Canadian things isn't really one of the themes of Schitt's Creek. Like yeah, it is for yeah, yeah. But still, uh, but it is a great show. Highly recommend. And I can't remember the finale, but uh, I'm sure it was great because I don't remember yeah. being bad. Yeah. So one thing we definitely need to talk about is uh, our Orange Bowl champions. Go Vols. Ending with an 11 and 2 season. Yeah. For the first time in almost 20 years. Put it there to Clemson. So many times that uh, we thought we would have the ability to say this, like this is the season it's going to happen. Is it. We're coming back, you know. <laughs> We're back, and if, baby. I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I don't even care anymore. Like yeah. I'm, I'm just fed up with this. If it like, happens, it happens. <laughs> I love, I love them. You know, I love Tennessee. This is my home, and you know, I, Tennessee football has been a part of growing up here. You know, so mm-hmm. like it's special. So yeah. no matter what, like I love the balls, but mm. man, it really it's exciting again. It sucked for a while, and it's just so great to finally have some new energy and have some success mm-hmm. and and like and a coach that cares. It's like that moment in the office when Kevin and Andy meet with the five families of the <laughs> of the of the it's building just, or whatever. It's, it's just, just good to win one. To win one. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. So uh, 11-2 season, but the problem with ball fans is next year they'll expect 12-1. and one. <laughs> Next year undefeated, baby. Next year we'll be like, well, we, we, we're we 10-2 and two again, or we're 11 and – and okay, but we're still building. Like we're just now getting to Heupel's class. So it's good to it's good to be a ball again. It's great to have a coach that, that loves the – the the college loves the school loves the history of being a Tennessee football uh, fan and coach and player and uh, he's really changing the culture and uh, hopefully some of the fan culture changes with it I've been very vocal about the redneck side of our fandom I know that every team has them even if you're from the north the midwest whatever you've got your redneck fans uh, it's it's great to be a Tennessee Vol again and. Mm-hmm. Telling you, I can't wait to see what the next season has to offer because we put it to Clemson. Like, basically said, like, wait, you've been, like, top-tier team and we just showed you your butts? 
And uh, one of my favorite tweets I saw is that they constantly throughout the game, the camera kept panning to the Clemson quarterback's parents, like at least double digits of times that they would pan and just show his parents just standing there. I saw on Twitter this person says, I don't know why they keep showing the parents of a future car salesman on this game. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, no, it's it's kind of (laughs) true. It was great. It was uh, cool to be with the whole family and get to watch it all together and cheer on the Vols. And so and, and that brings up the the player who died on the field uh, at the Bengals Buffalo game uh, a couple of days ago, woke up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's able to communicate through writing and they say that he is neurologically fine. Good. Like, yeah, it's Hamlin. crazy. Yeah. He was dead for like nine minutes and they yeah. brought him back. I didn't see it because I was, um, I wasn't at home. But Becky was texting me about it, and she's like, yeah, this guy, they, like, did CPR on him for, like, nine minutes on live TV. Yeah, it's crazy. I was like, oh, my God, I couldn't imagine. Uh, and there were people in the – you know, I just read things, like, people who were there talked about mm-hmm. how it reminded them of when Owen Hart had his accident. Yeah. When he died and fell from the rafters of the arena. I actually talked about that with Maddie. She said, has this ever happened in football? And I said, I don't know about football, but I can tell you the day that Owen Hart fell to his death. Yeah in the wwf ring so and they continued the show and there's a and you can go back and watch obviously they cut out you know certain parts of it but there are matches that happen in that ring and you can see blood on the Mm -hmm. mat you know they didn't and there was a big like divot in the ring and the wrestlers Mm -hmm. had to wrestle over it can you imagine that it's unbelievable I, I, I wouldn't. I know we always joke in the theater life about like, oh, the show must go on. But I don't know. I mean, if that I was went. a. I couldn't have went out to the ring and competed. I mean, they just like, you know, nobody came in to. I mean, someone died there. and They didn't yeah. send to come in and like you know, inspect everything. And like, you know, it was weird. It was definitely weird. It wouldn't happen today. They'd stop the no, show. Absolutely not. Today it would all end. But yeah, I uh, thought we would kick off this first episode of the season with a, a nerd vocabulary word as well. Speaking of Letter Kenny, this is a term from the show Letter Kenny and of course Shore, which is actually a really good show. It's all about Shorezy. Um, chirpin. I didn't realize that there were Letter Kenny spinoffs. One, there's one. He Shorezy finally leaves Letter Kenny. And goes and plays semi-professional hockey in another uh, town, like miles away from Letterkenny. And it's actually, he actually gets to play Shorzy now. Instead of, you know, in the show Letterkenny, when he was playing both Wayne and Shorzy, they never showed Shorzy's face. Right, right. right. Well, in this show, they actually get to show his face because there is no Wayne. Right. In this show. And he's like missing a tooth and like he's... God, he's funny in, in the spinoff. It is the most ridiculous dialogue and just quick and funny. They're brilliant comedic writers, man. I think you should check out Shorzy. You might actually like it a little more. It's not as dry. I don't, it's not dry humor that bothers me. There was a lot of Letter Kenny that I thought was 
brilliant. But mm. like it, for me, Letterkenny, when it was good, it was really good. And when it wasn't, I thought it was ridiculous. Like the the one where they had like the Facebook group the about fart the book. farts and stuff. I thought yeah. that was so dumb. I haven't I watched it, it since the first time I watched that episode. That I one, that re- yeah, that really turned me off from yeah. the show. I'll be honest with you. Um, I made it to like season three or mm-hmm. four. So like the last thing I remember was somebody like tried to tell him that they were pregnant with his kid and he was like oh oh yeah that was the last <laughs> yeah. thing i remember seeing yeah um so chirpin is a uh canadian hockey not just canadian but a hockey term for trash talk so if you're good at chirpin you can really get under people's skin and throw them off their game i work with a a uh i don't know if ryan's like gone as far as semi-professional but he is a, a diligent hockey player. I'd like to go check out one of his games sometime uh, in Knoxville. He he chirps like with me. And I'm just like, are you chirping with me right now? And he goes, oh, how'd you know the terminology, man? And I'm like, because I watch Letterkenny. And he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot you watch Letterkenny. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he'll just get back at it. And I'm like, dude, you don't have to get under my skin. Like, I'm not trying to beat you at anything like we're cool. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. That's why I do it. That's why I chirp with you, because I like you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Thanks for telling me, because I would eventually start to think, I don't think this guy likes me. <laughs> Ryan is a cool guy. Sounds like it. A couple of topics I wanted to talk about. I thought we were done discussing this. I thought we would end 2022 with the worst of the worst when it came to D.C., but WB has put the D, the dumb in D.C. yet again. There are reports. Now, this is just reports. Um, people dropping info to, to any reporter that will listen. So some people at Warner Brothers have let it be known that Warner Brothers may still be willing to move forward with Ezra Miller as The Flash. Mm-hmm. They feel that they owe it to them because of all the great work that Ezra has done in getting help, um, trying to to atone for all the crap he's done. Are they Uh, trying to, like, set an example and be the poster children of, like, reverse canceling or something? Here's what I think they're doing. I think they're just being positive until the movie comes out. And I think once that movie's out, then they're going to say, actually, we're not going with Ezra. Because they're probably thinking he could spiral. And nobody's going to want to go see it if it doesn't even matter. Yeah, exactly. People are already not going to go see it. Like I have friends who are already saying, no, I don't want to support it. But, you know, like we've talked about on here, I'm a little on the fence about it. No, I don't want to support it. I don't want to support Ezra, but Michael Keaton's in this movie. Like in in the cape and cowl. Yeah. For the first time since 92. So come on. Let's let's at least go see that. You don't have to condone his behavior. Right. But you can still see the movie. And um, it's like the point that I've made every time. Ezra Miller is not the only person who worked on this movie. No. 
and you know there are people who worked not just who's on screen but behind the, the yeah. scenes as well absolutely hundreds and hundreds of people put literally blood sweat and tears and sleepless hours into and i understand like he movie. is the person who is the you know the title character i, the, I understand the face, that yeah. I, I get the importance and yeah and why he should you know why they need someone who's a good representative and all that I, I, and and he wasn't and i get yeah. it so um but, but, yeah. the one, but the thing that that needs to be said to Warner Brothers is like, okay, <laughs> you feel you owe it to them for his criminal actions. Not like, oh, he got really drunk one night and hit a chef like Home Homelander did, who then, you know, apologized, slowed down his drinking and settled with money. This... This this person uh, groomed a young individual, hit a woman with a chair because he didn't think she sang well at karaoke, um, and then uh, breaking and entering, kidnapping type charge. <laughs> WB, I hope that this is just a, a press stunt to keep Ezra from spiraling before the movie happens. Um, but I can tell you that if if this does happens, how 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 do you how do you get rid of Cavill and keep Ezra Miller? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's what people are thinking. It's and like, I'm okay. I'm I am not at at all defending what Ezra you know mm-hmm. Ezra's actions by any means. Not I, I'm not condoning it, obviously. But I just think it's also important to note that drugs change change drugs 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 will change people we've seen it happen firsthand on a fundamental level yeah it will affect you um and change everything about you Mm -hmm. so i assume i don't know i wasn't there and to be honest i haven't really followed it closely i don't know a lot of the details but i assume based on what we've been told Mm -hmm. you know that drugs were involved heavily right so i'm just assuming that this person was on drugs when they did all these crazy things Mm -hmm. that doesn't excuse it again you know but i don't know i mean yeah it's it's a slippery slope ezra is apparently you said they're they're getting help and all that so i mean that's good i mean if wb feels they owe it to them to at least have talks with them until the movie comes out I mean, maybe it's a safe play, but I really, I really truthfully do not see them moving forward with Ezra Miller in the long run. I really I don't. don't. I, I don't see how they could. I think that this is a a, a PR play. And I think it's a, oh, yeah, we're just, you know, we're supporting them. <sighs> They're getting help. We're being kind. We're being yeah, nice. Because yeah. we've already canceled Wonder Woman 3, Batman Beyond, and let Cavill go and cut Wonder Woman and Affleck scenes in The Flash. And Superman's, but so, in the long run, like, isn't everything going to be changed anyway? Yeah, I think like, I, I think it's all going to be rebooted. We'll have a different Flash. Exactly. So I really don't see much into this story. I think it's people grasping for uh, clicks and drama. So yeah. So this other thing that's really cool is. Uh, we are going to be able to see something that has not been seen since the Ice Age. 
a comet will be passing within sight from Earth uh, in the next few days, actually, uh, that will be seen. It has not last been seen. It is called C2022E3 ZTF. It's known as a long period comet. Uh, it's basically like an icy time capsule uh, floating through space. Um, and it will be the first time it's been visual uh, since the Ice Age. The last time it was it was visible, apparently, by aging it. I don't know how they test this stuff. I don't know how they age it or test its tra trajectory or the last time it was here. Because obviously in the Ice Age, we weren't around. You know, this was like that's a prehistoric yeah, time. That's what I was about to say. Like, my first thought is, how do we know this? Like, how do they know it's not been seen since then? And I know, like, there's people out there who are a ton, you know, way, way smarter than me who yeah. are able to do math and equations and science and magic and figure out all these things that I will never understand. But, like, just hearing stuff like this makes me feel so stupid. <laughs> just yeah. to think, like, yeah. I was a great student um really <laughs> really great but i was not good in math like i yeah. i failed math courses and oh, i yeah. would have i almost as great of a student as i was and i was in like the top mm -hmm. 30 or something of, of my class whatever mm -hmm. uh which is not like that impressive or anything but i wasn't a bad student but like i would not have passed algebra two if my teacher hadn't felt so bad for me and given me two points because I went to tutoring. I stayed after school. I did all the things. I tried so hard. I did the same thing my junior year in geometry. Oh my God. And he was, I was a senior, dude. It was like fall of my senior year. Yeah. And I had already failed algebra two once. And I was just so dumb with numbers and math and everything. Just don't. I don't he have was a like, number. All brain. right. Well, you know, you tried and you can mow my yard sometime. I was like, <laughs> I will do it. I will. And I haven't, but I would. <laughs> still haven't <laughs> he had a side job he was one of the conductors of the train at dollywood oh wow i've seen him a few times i don't know if he still does it but be if like, i ever see him i want to go remember me i think he would i want to go shake his hand and uh i will tell him if you ever need somebody to mow your yard sir <laughs> here's my number i will be do like it because i became a teacher <laughs> yeah i mean nobody's ever gonna ask me to teach math but Hey, I wouldn't be a teacher at all if you hadn't <laughs> helped me out. Give me a chance. I think the so, moral of the story is, kids, if you're listening, effort goes a long way. It does. It and does. Respect just make the effort. And sucking up to your teachers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So according to Space.com uh, and NASA, this only visits the inner solar system once every 50,000 years, making January's opportunity to spot it with the naked eye incredibly rare it will be its closest approach to the sun on january 12th make before making a flyby of earth on february 1st at a distance of 26.4 million miles but we'll wow. be able to see it that's a it'll be big, that far away but we'll be able to see it because it's huge that's a big chunk of rock rock yeah and it's like what if that hit us no, we'd be dead. We'd be dead. <laughs> you wouldn't be getting another episode of 30 and 30, I'll tell you that no, much. No, that'd, that'd be it. <laughs> so uh, those are some of the last uh, topics we wanted to discuss. Uh, when we get back from commercial break, we are going to take a look back 
at 2022 and some of the amazing things that happened, not just for the show, but for the entertainment industry and the nerd culture. All that and more when 30 Nerdy Podcast returns. Thirty and Nerdy Podcast is brought to you by Tennessee Legend Distillery. Established in the summer of 2015, Tennessee Legend Distillery is more than just another moonshine stop in the Smoky Mountains. From our multi-award-winning silky smooth salted caramel whiskey to our King Snake two-year-old bourbon whiskey, our local favorite vodka, and even our legendary line of cream liqueurs, there is something for everyone. Focusing on a small town vibe, our family and friend owned and operated business has kept us grounded to the heritage of the volunteer state with our fun, courteous, and smiling staff. Come in for free tastings and leave with your spirit of choice, whether it be Richard's Damn Good Gin or the legendary Hammershine. You can find us on social media by searching Tennessee Legend Distillery, where you can see behind the scenes features new deals, and our always fan-favorite Thirsty Thursday cocktail recipes. Now we do have two locations here in Sevierville, one on Highway 66, one on Newport Highway. We also have locations in Cookville and Nashville. If you do visit our Sevierville location located at 870 Winfield Dunn Parkway, tell them the guys at 30 and Nerdy Podcast sent you. You'll receive a free shot glass, and 15% off your purchase. What are you waiting for? Come be a legend at Tennessee Legend Distillery. Cheers to you, nerds. Rolling out, no worries, no cares. When the car came out of nowhere. That's when my whole world changed. Pills for the pain, medical bills insane. Lucky for me, I dialed OEB. Boom, turn your wreck into a check. The ones for you now call OEB Law. Boom, turn your wreck into a check. We got your back now call OEB Law. Woke up all broke up and messed up. Laying there in pain as if it wasn't bad enough. Couldn't work much and the bills are piling up. Insurance company wasn't paying up. I was down, I was out, but I wasn't quite done. Call 546-1111. You're in pain, yeah, we got you. You can't pay, yeah, we got you too. Boom, turn your wreck into a check. The ones for you now call OEB Law. Boom, turn your wreck into a check. We got your back now, call OEB Law. Boom, turn your wreck into a check. We got your back now, call OEB Law. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParlayHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, Links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and parlay points are a companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Hi, I'm Samantha Luxley. I play Olivia in Feed Me, and you are listening to the 30 and Nerdy Podcast.
Welcome back, nerds and nerdettes. And we are here to talk about the great year of 2022. Well, I don't know if it was great. It was okay. It was all right. But yeah, there were a few great movies that came out, and that makes, it, that makes it a year pretty great. And uh, Tyler here has assembled mm-hmm. the list of the top highest grossing movies of 2022. Mm-hmm. One's, got, one's got me a little salty. <laughs> but Oh, man. One of these things I totally forgot about. Yeah. Oops. Okay. So we're going to do descending order uh, from 10 to 1. Oh, okay. Uh, so 10, uh, 10 and 9, I, I don't know anything about. They are not a thing. They are not uh, <laughs> of our uh, genre of film that we ch- usually choose to watch. And plus, I think they're foreign, but they are the top 10, <laughs> part of the top 10 highest grossing movies of 2022. Number 10 is Moon Man. I read a little synopsis. That's what I'm looking at. It's about a guy who gets stuck on the moon and watches the earth blow up. So this is a Chinese film. Chinese. And the next one is Watergate Bridge at number nine. So this is also a Chinese film. And when I typed in Watergate Bridge into Google, uh, what popped up was the battle at Lake Changjin. That's because this Watergate Bridge is the sequel to the battle of. Oh, like something. But they were both released last year. Mm-hmm. So the sequel made it into the top 10, which is odd. That is interesting. Coming yeah. in at number eight, uh, Thor Love and Thunder, which I got to talk about Love and Thunder for a second. I wasn't as high on it when we first saw it, but I think it was Maddie who made a point to make me realize that it's so slapsticky because the whole story is from Korg's perspective. Yes. I didn't think about that while watching it. But I don't think that that makes it good. You know, no, I don't, I don't no. think that that makes it work. I, th- I think what happened was the idea was that the humor side of Ragnarok was just so good. good. They wanted to try to replicate that and they just sort of doubled down on it. And it was just too much. And forced it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it sits at number eight, a little bit above that. Uh, the Batman, yeah, sitting at number seven. Isn't it hard to believe that that was it? Twenty twenty two. It was in the year twenty twenty two. It feels like so long ago. Mm-hmm. That, that was, was our last uh, Chattanooga trip. It was. It was yeah. our last uh, last little six pack trip. We got to remedy that. Yeah, slightly above the Batman. Coming in at number six is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Great movie. Um, I thought Very some good. things uh, could have been taken out. Like after watching it again a second time, I realized that the the Val stuff and the Martin Freeman stuff really wasn't necessary. Like it didn't add anything for me. The like Val stuff? Val, you know, Constantina. Oh, de, you know, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like that stuff just didn't. Well, I think that's. That I think that's just to keep her as like the. You know, if you think back to like phase one, the we new got Nick the, Fury or Coulson we, stuff. The Coulson and Fury yeah. just sort of like showing up every time. Yeah. I think it's just for the sake of appearance for her. Yeah. Sitting in at number five, 
proving that children still rule the world. Minions, Rise of Gru. Didn't say I, it. <laughs> I, I want to say that that was played in my house. I don't know that I watched it necessarily, but I think that's one of those things they put on Peacock. Yeah. Sitting in at number four, Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse of Madness. Excited to see it. It was good, uh, but we came out of it just kind of lackluster and let down yeah. because with the title of Multiverse of Madness, I'm expecting you to throw everything at us. Much bigger. Like, yeah. I'm expecting to even see Lou Ferrigno's Hulk. Like, crazy stuff like that. Yeah, and I did too. And I think that that was what a lot of people expected. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, they're going to save that stuff for the big ones, the, the, Avengers, the Avengers titles. Yeah. They're saving it all that for, for all that stuff for those. So they can get the biggest bang for their buck because, you know, I think we could, I'm, I'm hoping we could potentially lead up to something that does even better than Endgame. Mm -hmm. I think because I, I have read that, in Secret Wars, they're going to be jumping the multiverse the way mm -hmm. they jump time in Endgame. Yep. So it could open up a whole nother list of things to see. Yep. Which will be cool. Uh, sitting at number three, oddly, <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, I saw it in the theater, I think. I did too. No, I did, yeah. It was, uh, it's fine. No, I did not see it in the theater. I watched it on HBO Max. You watched it on Peacock. Peacock. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Peacock. You know, it was good. Uh, when the moment happened that all six of them were together. That was cool. That was why I watched it. I was like, I've got to get to that scene. Yeah. There were a lot of nice little. Like even Ian Malcolm's shirt being unbuttoned and him going, oh, excuse me. Because yeah. that's the whole thing from the very first movie, him laying and there and all the... black. Towards the end, when the T Rex walked behind that weird light and it looked like the logo mm -hmm. for a minute, that mm -hmm. was cool. There were a lot of little moments like that that mm -hmm. really made it worth it. Um, and those is really, in the long run, the only things I remember about it. Yeah. Uh, the little nods. I don't yeah. remember much about the story. It was like about the girl that was the clone. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't remember, but that was okay. And that's like officially the last Jurassic Park. Supposed to be. We'll, we'll see. see sitting in at number two which makes me very salty because it was knocked at number two at the last minute pretty much mm -hmm. like in the final days of 2022 yeah i did top gun maverick sitting in at number two bro i still haven't seen it uh at it's, almost, on, it's on the list almost 800 million yeah it's on the it list made. for sure i've heard nothing but good things that's so good so I, I really want to go back and rewatch Top Gun because I haven't seen. That yeah, one you in should. Absolutely years should. and um, absolutely should. Yeah, I, I want it to hit. You know, oh, the same yeah. way it did for everybody else. It will. And of course, sitting at number one, Avatar Two: The Way of Water. Still haven't seen it. <sighs> no, I haven't uh, either. I really want to go, but I'm. I've heard mixed things. I've, I've heard, heard great things. I've heard it's too long. I've heard the story's better than the first one. Um, and I was like, well, this one might actually be an original story, which is why it's better than the first I, one. I, I've heard that, like, there's some really nice stuff at the end, um, mm -hmm. like some nice surprises and twists and stuff. 
Um, yeah, the three-hour thing is really concerning for me because well, I have a hard time like sitting yeah. still. I have a hard time not having to go pee. I have a hard time staying awake sometimes. So as much as I want to see it, I don't know that I'll make it uh, out to see it before it, you know, before there's some other easier way for me to watch it. I'm trying to think, man, and – like I've got time, like I have weekends off and stuff and I could easily go see it and heck I could go see it on a Tuesday night for cheap. Cause I'm off at four every day, but I'm just not like, I gotta get to it. Yeah. Visually you're going to be hard pressed to find a, a more beautiful film than the avatar movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially that first one. Um, and by the way, this one looks this one. This, I mean, that's one thing that Cameron does do really well. Is I want you to even in Titanic, even though Titanic pretty much kind of sucks visually, there's some beautiful t- moments like shots and the way things are set up. And so Cameron, I'll have to give it to him. He's good at that stuff. Jack and Rose on the end of the ship, you know, beautiful. You know, that's that's going to live forever. Or even the when they're at the very top and it's going down and he's like, take breaths. Take breaths. I'm right here, Rose. Just seeing the water come closer and closer. And it's beautiful. Beautifully mm-hmm. done. Uh, he does do well with that stuff. I just, he's kind of a, uh, it's kind of an a-hole. Yeah, um, I agree. Of a person. So it's it's kind of hard for me sometimes. Wait to- till uh, you guys go on your Disney trip and you go to Animal Kingdom and you ride that Avatar ride where you're Andorra? Ride, riding the, well, there's one that's, uh, about Pandora that's like mm-hmm. a boat ride and then there's one where you get on one of those flying creatures and like you can feel it breathing between your legs and you're in yeah. front of an IMAX screen yeah. and it's, it's really <laughs> cool yeah I'm excited uh, it's not as good as the Rise of the Resistance ride which is one of the best ride experiences I've ever had in my life but well, we are already uh, putting back money and we are already planning on all wedding money will go to the Disney trip <laughs> She mm-hmm. was like, and Maddie said, because I want you to get to build a lightsaber. You I should like, definitely. I was like, I, I, I want me to get to build a lightsaber as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, we're saving. We are living below the means. Well, let me <laughs> tell you, you're going to need it, my friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love uh, the mouse and it's worth every penny. But uh, by the time you're back, the pennies will be few. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll have to work. 20 hours a day just to make up for it <laughs> more or less. But yeah, there's your top 10 highest grossing movies of the year. 2022. Why don't we talk about some of the most watched shows of the year? Ah, uh, yes. These are the six most watched shows. Number six, still the walking dead. Good for them. Yeah. Number five, house of the dragon. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. Big deal. Sitting at number four, still in 2022, The Office. God, I love that show, man. Mm. One of my all-time favorites. Um, You know, it actually might be at this point the number one. It has stuck with me the longest Mm -hmm. consistently, like, I don't I'm, go back to the well for any show more than I do The Office. Exactly. That's the same here. I haven't had a Big Bang uh, watch through in a long time. God knows how long I've it's been since I've done a Family Guy watch through or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, this one is 
one of the all-time great. greats. It really is. And I contributed a ton of hours to that <laughs> uh, amount there, I'm sure. Uh, sitting at number three, Grey's Anatomy, which uh, it'll be shocking to see how much longer it lasts, considering the season that's on right now is Meredith Grey's last. Ellen Pompeo has announced she's leaving. So, Well, the show's like 20 years old. Yeah. It's like, in season 19 right now. My goodness gracious. Yeah. There's got to be something fascinating about this show for it to last. It is. Long. It's a good show. Uh, I have to take breaks because it's a lot of heartbreak and, and oh, a lot of just gut wrenching pain that these this show makes you feel. And I just I can't do it. Mm-hmm the way people watch it. I'm like, I got to take breaks. <laughs> I can't take this sadness. <laughs> um, but it's got a lot of great characters and some good stories. Uh, number two, uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Long live Eddie. Um, yeah. This is for you, Eddie. And oddly, at number one, beating all of them, an anime show called One Piece. What in the blue heck is that? Uh, Logan loves it, I think. I think it's one of the ones he enjoys. But One Piece was the most watched show of 2022. One piece of what? (laughs) Of cake. You literally just watch one piece of cake sitting on a plate. One Piece is a Japanese manga series. We'll we'll make that part of 2023. We'll watch some One Piece. Maybe Will we? some live reactions to it. Listen, man, I've already committed to uh, you can't even remember it. You I'm can't sorry. even remember it. That's how it's I know. late. You're I'm not tired. Watch it. School started back. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, supernatural. I'm going to watch it. See, this is why you can't throw more things to watch in me. That's true. I will. I'll, I will. I will watch an episode. I'll commit to. I'd episode. watch an episode. Let's do. Well, how, how does one access One Piece? Probably on Crunchyroll or something. Well, that would be on HBO, right? I think so. Yeah. If you're listening, let us know. Where can we watch One Piece? We know nothing about the anime stuff. No. Like I said, the only one I know crap tons about is Dragon Ball Z, and that's like the Starbucks of anime. It's the basic white girl of anime. Yeah. And I don't Uh, even have that one. (laughs) All right. So another thing I thought would be cool is the most searched things of 2022 the top five google searches of 2022 number one wordle i think a lot of people see that on facebook and don't understand Mm -hmm. what it is so it's like what is this wordle nonsense we have a family group we play the the new york times one wordle thing a day i have not played it once in my life and i refuse to start because <laughs> i will never stop it's, it's true it's very true do you do, do you do time hop i used to do you want to do you want to guess how long my streak is on time hop on time hop 1000 days uh no lower no higher yeah under 2 no under three, yeah. Twenty-four sixty-two. Uh, no, but but close uh, ish. It's two thousand two hundred and thirty, and I have little Straight ribbons. Days, yeah, and I've got little ribbons at the bottom. It says six year club. The Dino. 
So yeah, when you time hopping forever, yeah, when you get to a year, they give you a ribbon, and I have six of them now. I'm in the six year wow. board. So every day for six years, I have gone and looked at time up. And let me tell you what. Oh, I know. I think a lot of the reason Ooh. I stopped using time hop was things that happened. Like Th- things that happened and the things cringy, I don't want to remember. Cringy yeah. things that we said. Yes. That we thought My, was cool and funny. Yes. And some of them out of context, I'm like, what in the world yeah. does this mean? Uh, and then the stuff that's in context, I'm so embarrassed by <laughs> like <laughs> if we ever became famous, I would probably do a huge, a huge clean cleanse of because you would hate for some cancel Karen to look back at your 2013 tweet and oh god I was an idiot yeah ah well not in 2013 I wasn't that bad but like I've got stuff from like 2009 and 10 and if you think back to where I was in those in that time period there was some crazy stuff going on so I said all sorts of wild things and uh (laughs) <laughs> i'm not now i'm like encouraging people to go look no i'm not no, <laughs> just not not, not crazy is not the right word just like really cringy lame and embarrassing lame. So, yeah. yeah yeah nothing exciting it's funny how you grow out of that stuff you look oh, back yeah. at it and you're just like thank god thank I god would punch you in the face if i could right now <laughs> i don't post on social media much at all no you don't uh, i really don't and so your I time can't... hop in a few years is going to be very boring there's going to be nothing yeah. <laughs> you're like well we'd like to continue your streak but we can't find anything yeah some days i'm on the point where it's like uh the most recent thing that they can show me is like three years ago you did this because i don't do anything but i feel like it makes the things that i do post a little bit more valuable because they're rare quality over quantity yeah that's what i like to say yeah all right, that was just the the first search yeah. thing, and we went on. See, you twenty twenty three is the year of tangents, my you friend. You wanted tangents, my friend. I have served you the tangents today. I the number it. two uh, searched thing of the year: <laughs> election results. Oh, there were shocker. some elections this year, though. You know. There were the midterms were were highly watched and constantly searched. I did not watch them. Uh, I made a. Very 2022. I also one of my I'm not going to do's for last year was uh, I'm not going to get my blood pressure up politically. I'm going to stop reading all the stuff. I'm going to stop watching all the stuff. And it's been fantastic. Dude, I did the same. Mm-hmm. I did. Great. I did the same. I like I still, you know, like Nolan will keep me up on important things that like. You know, this is history. If it's something I feel like I need to know about, I'll look yeah. into it. But I'm not watching the 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 shows, the snap the, stories, or the, the shows, or the, the evening talk yeah. show things where they, you know, I'm not doing any of that stuff. Yeah, right now, so. it's all. It's like the way I've started putting a picture is like you have a nut that you screw onto a screw to keep it in. You know, the nuts they look nothing like the thing I'm doing with my hands, but like. It like tightens, keeps a screw in tight. Yeah. Left wing, right wing, same nut. That's how I look at it. You're all nuts. Yeah. I uh, I haven't completely given up reading the comments yet, but oh god, I, I don't to. I don't do it much. But yeah, that Oof. used to be really bad for me. Oof. It was. I don't really even read bad. comments on comic book news anymore because oh, I'm I, like I don't either. I'm like yeah. I'm getting pissed off at 
bots basically just there to cause oh, but, arguments. Yeah, but the fandom menace is, is oh, very much alive. They're terrible. I mean, think about poor She Hulk this year. This last I know. Year, so I know bruised male egos as two males, as two straight white males. Toxic masculinity and fragile male ego does exist. It's some of the things that I think are the least attractive qualities in a person. Absolutely. It's one of the things that I like hate the most about a person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, so the number three, God rest her, uh, most searched thing is Betty White yeah. for 2022. God what rest. an angel she was, man. I mean, I didn't know her personally, but I like to think she was just the sweetest little old lady. Yeah. Almost and, you know 100. That I'm was man, a travesty. I, I, I'm man enough to say it. I enjoy a little uh, sitting of the Golden Girls from time to time. I do too. I'll, I'll, I'll just throw that out there. While I'll, we were... I'll quote Blanche Devereaux from time oh, to time. Of course. I... Uh, when, when we were on our Disney trip at the little condo we stayed in, mm-hmm. you know, they had cable. So I wasn't streaming stuff. I was trying to find something on cable. What the well, hell Golden Girls was on. Yeah, I know. Remember that? <laughs> uh, so we watched we watched some Golden Girls while we were at Disney. And I, I enjoy enjoyed it. it. Very, One very of my good. favorite uh, that I still to this day remember with ease is it's blanche says uh, she's hurt or something and she's like now they're gonna have to now men are gonna have to come visit me on my back and then the ma says don't they sophia. already do that sophia goes don't they already do that ha 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 laugh track you know i remember that back and forth so our well. our mutual friend mike shane at at one point in time in his life was like the number one Golden Girls trivia champion mm-hmm. in the country or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. He was for years. Yeah. Yep, yep. Held that title. I think that's a, a a title to be proud of. Oh, he was. He was. I remember him talking about that. Uh, the other thing I was going to tell you about that was uh, I saw an article today. What are the theme songs from a show that you never skip? The Golden Girls. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, yeah. Dude, I think it's the something in the Gimme Gimme's, one of those punk rock bands or pop punk bands that do a fast punk version to it. And it's fantastic. Highly recommend it. What's another one you don't skip? Uh, I do not skip. I'll be honest. I don't skip Cheers. I, I don't even like Cheers. I'm not a friend. I'm not. I'm not a fan of Cheers. I will sometimes skip The Office. Okay, I, I will sometimes skip The Office. I usually don't skip Big Bang. I skip it a lot, and I never skip Friends. I have seen two episodes of Friends. I think that is a tragedy. I know. I keep getting told that by my family. <laughs> It's like one of the more disappointed looks I've seen in their face is when I said, I've seen like two episodes of Friends. I could have kicked one of them in the shin and they wouldn't have been as disappointed as as when When, I said that. When you're recovering from your next surgery, whatever (laughs) that may be, you can watch. I'll just go through Friends. I mean, there was like 11 seasons of Big Bang, right? Yeah. There's 10 seasons of Friends. Oh. 
Well, then I'll so. get done quicker. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is the, that is the idea. That's the math. <laughs> There's the math there. Hot takes from Tyler. <laughs> oh, and another one. Another the, queen, literally. Oh, another queen. The fourth most searched thing in 2022 was Queen Elizabeth. God save her. Mm-hmm. As one says. My my sister Peyton is a Queen Elizabeth Mark. Does not like the royal family, thinks it's archaic, disagrees with all the racism that's still very much alive in the crown, but loved that woman. Just her, just like just this old woman who just she, walks around in her little with her little corgis. Her little and, her little handbags. And her little handbags. Her little matching, hat. Her matching <laughs> hat and suit and skirt. She sure was a classy broad. Yeah. So Number five, Bob Saget. Did he die just last year? Yeah, died just last year. Longer than that. Uh, His autopsy actually found blunt trauma. So either he fell and it killed him, or Bob Saget might have been murdered. Oh, no. And there's a culprit out there. I blame. The oldest daughter. DJ? Yeah, the one who's uppity and a Karen in real life. Oh, yeah, she is. (laughs) I blame her. She killed Bob Saget. Which I think that's that's like the younger generations than us that that started watching Fuller House and then going back to watch Full House Mm -hmm. and seeing Bob Saget as Danny Tanner. Uh, if I hear if I would I would hear a younger generation like like say uh, I heard Lucas Underwood say I'm going back to watch Full House it's a classic and Danny Tanner's a great dad I would ruin their lives by saying he should listen to his stand up mm-hmm. filthy oh, filthy america's favorite dad and he was one of the filthiest mouths in stand-up comedy Mm -hmm. like up there with like carlin and sam kennison and Mm -hmm. just filthy possibly worse yes he was very vulgar (laughs) he was which is what makes him being danny tanner all the more weird yeah and just fantastic but don't you think that probably like that I wonder if that was just like a gimmick or if that was his shtick. Like, I'm going to be so filthy because I was a TV Danny dad. Tanner. You know, yeah. like the contrast will be so shocking. That it's people like maybe won't that know was, what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're feel, talking about it right now. I mean, yeah. Makes you clutch your pearls. <laughs> oh, my. So uh, we are going to step away for a quick break. And when we come back, our final topic of the episode is going to be our top 10 of 2022 our personal top 10 lists when 30 and 30 podcast returns rolling out no worries no cares when the car came out of nowhere that's when my whole world changed pills for the pain medical bills insane i was down i was out but i wasn't quite done called five four six one 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 you're in pain yeah we got you you can't pay, yeah, we got you too. Boom, turn your wreck into a check. The ones for you now, call OEB Law. Boom, turn your wreck into a check. We got your back now, call OEB Law. 
Hi, I'm Cody. And I'm Christian. And we're Nerds with Friends. Not just two nerds who have some friends. No, we're your hosts for the podcast, Nerds with Friends. We cover any topic that people can nerd out over, from TV, movies, and comics, to conventions, tabletop RPGs, and much more. Nerds with Friends comes out every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And of course, on our website, nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. Join us every week as we confess our nerdy confessions and talk about the latest in nerdy news. And remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you for listening. Now back to the show. Hi, I'm Vixen Valiant, otherwise known as Valiant Fox. Yeah, you're listening to 30 and Nerdy. Welcome back, nerds and nerdettes. And we are continuing this uh, celebration of 2022 uh, with uh, our own personals. But I got two topics I want to talk to you about for the podcast. Our most listened to episode. Uh, Do you want to take a guess? Juice. Well, I could lie and say yes and then guess correctly, but I'm actually looking at the answer right now. So, uh, you dirty rat. I'm going to, yeah, I would like to guess actually. Um, was it our interview with Vixen Valiant? It was of, of TikTok and Instagram fame. It was TikTok's local Serana and a cosplay queen, Vixen Valiant. If she you're was not following her on Instagram or TikTok, Look her up, Vixen Valiant. Uh, she also twitches and streams. She has a Patreon. Go support her. Which leads me into our most watched YouTube video, which, uh, spoiler alert, it's our interview, unedited and uncut and uncensored with Vixen oh Valiant. <laughs> At uh, over 1,200 views well our most viewed youtube it is the most ridiculous amount of views our channel's ever gotten because we don't we don't give a lot of love to youtube we we'll throw some things up every now and then who has the time yeah like us creating slime that was cool um or our interviews with beth crowley or little personal interviews we do like with vixen but yeah over 1200 views on that youtube so thank you thank you vixen (laughs) Another huge shout out to her. Thank you for her and Beth Crowley and all the guests that uh, we were lucky to have in 2022 uh, that made it a great year for 30 Nerdy Podcast. It was really great. All right. So we are continuing with our top 10 and we did this a little differently. I did two completely separate lists and you said you uh, combined your lists. Yeah, I did Uh, top 10 total combination of movies and TV. And I did a lot of watching in 2022 uh, in times where even before the surgery, like days I had off because I just couldn't step on that foot. I did a lot of watching, so I had to do two separate lists. But let me let me drop this little tidbit on. you. We think we see we watch a lot of movies. We're movie buffs in 2022 alone. Almost 14000 feature films were released. Big screen, small screen, straight to DVD, straight to video on demand, straight to the stream services like an HBO Max movie, a Netflix Mm -hmm. movie. Almost 14,000 in a span of 365 days. Wow. That's incredible. 
But yeah, almost 14,000 feature films were released in the year of 2022. I think I watched a lot of movies in 2022, <laughs> but that's insane. Uh, so I'm going to go in descending order. I know this definitely isn't in your list. Uh, Dragon Ball Superhero. One of the few animated movies that I got to see on the big screen. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, that whole certain movies will sometimes come to the big screen and sometimes not in Morristown or close by to Dandridge. So I have to go to like Knoxville to watch it. Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoy all most all of Dragon Ball Z, anything they've ever done. And it was just cool to get to watch it in a big screen. Like you watch the movies on VHS and DVD when you're growing up that they release. You watched the TV show after school, but seeing these Z warriors on the freaking big screen, man, it was just crazy. It really added a cool element to it. My number nine, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a beautiful, you know, kind of send off to Chadwick. Uh, and I thought that was very respectful for him as well. But like I said earlier, you know, you probably could have cut out some stuff and it still would have worked and not been so long. My next one is Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Despite what we've said about it, I did have fun watching it. Uh, yeah. Probably my most negative thing I can say about it, aside from really selling the multiverse of madness thing, is uh, the Illuminati supposed to be a big deal and gone in yeah. 10 seconds. Uh, but that just makes the Scarlet Witch a mm-hmm. bigger deal. Yeah. yeah, it adds that stakes to it. Uh, my next one is Elvis. Thoroughly enjoyed Elvis. He did a fantastic job. Uh, I, if you'd have told me he sat down with Elvis himself to become Elvis, I'd believe. Oh yeah, I would have too. I believe you. I don't, uh, and I've never been. Some conspiracies I'm not really big on, but when they were like, "Oh yeah, he he got to go upstairs and and get a private meal with him, uh, the director Baz and Elvis's old cook, and he just told stories." I was like, "No, I don't think he sat with the cook." I think there was another person there. I'm a tell. I'm telling you, Elvis was in that room with him, just telling him what to be, or he possessed him. I don't know. Either way, Some, something happened. Something happened. There was magic that happened. It was. It was so good. And anything Bass touches is so vibrant and fun and energetic. Mm-hmm. Just in its movie. Uh, my next one is Nope. Great movie. Great scary movie. Great. Sci-fi horror. Mm-hmm. All the performances are great in it. Glenn from The Walking Dead is in yeah, it. Yeah, I saw that he was in that. Um, which is which I was like, oh hey. And I'm a fan of Kiki Palmer. I think she's wonderful. She the guy who played the male lead, he's fantastic. He's great in pretty much almost everything he does, but she stole this movie for me. Mm, good. Her energy in the scenes. The her conveyance of what's going on, the stakes that they're in, she sold the stakes for me. Um, and I'm telling you, he is to come from Key and Peel and then giving us some of the best horror in the last few years. Ten years ago, if you say, you know, this guy in Key and Peel, mm-hmm. he's going to go on to be a fantastic horror writer and director. I'd be like, you're out of your mind. He'll stay in comedy forever. No, he's amazing. Yeah, his quality. 
Uh, my next one is X. Great horror movie. It is the setup for the one that came after Pearl. It's an A24 film. Uh, it's got Jenny Ortega in it. Brittany Snow is in it. Wow, uh, I haven't heard that name in a long time. I know. And she is pretty in the movie. <laughs> it is, uh, it's an adult movie. And I, when I say adult movie, I don't mean whoa, like whoa, 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 whoa. that industry. Yeah. Uh, I actually scared Maddie the other day. We were watching the Santa Claus show and Gustavo. Gustavo had never seen the Santa Claus movies. So we were on one and two. And we were on two and we we're talking about Bernard. And I said the reason he wasn't in three is because the schedule was conflicting. Uh, he he went on to do some pretty adult movies. And she looked, turned around and looked at me. She went, what? I went, no, not like those, like rated R movies. She was like, oh, you about destroyed my childhood for a yeah. second. I was like, no, no, not that industry. Like super bad. He was in super bad and some other stuff. But I really liked X. It's it's really good. It's brutal. So if you don't like blood, don't watch it. Uh, my next one is Black Phone. I never thought that Ethan Hawke could go to a place that he went to in Black Phone. Uh, so creepy. And so and it's one of the scarier films of the year because stuff like this happens every day. Kids being taken. And it's just... I can't watch you it. You shouldn't watch it. No, yeah, I'm telling you, you should not watch it. You will become a hover parent times a thousand. Yeah. If if you watched Black Phone. My next one, Scream 4. You know, sadly, we saw the death of a legacy character in this movie, but God, it was good. Great, great performances, great cast. Uh, and I can't wait for five, which comes out this March. So I'm excited. My number two, Top Gun Maverick talked and gushed about this film on here to anyone who will listen <laughs> and number one the batman third i think it might be my favorite comic book movie of 2022 i, I think that's i i didn't know uh, that we we needed 90s grunge late 80s early 90s mm-hmm, grunge mm-hmm. for batman i didn't know we needed nirvana for batman yeah it worked and i didn't know we needed pattinson for batman yeah <laughs> I don't think that that's uh, such a wild uh, thing to say that it's your favorite comic book movie of the year. I mean, so good. It wasn't really like a stellar year for that. No, no, it know, wasn't overall. a stellar year for comic book movies. Um, um, not like the previous year was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are my top 10 films. How about we just go into your top 10 list as a whole and then I'll talk okay. about my t- television. Uh, so I did not rank mine. This is not in any specific order. I just listed things. Okay. And these are the things that I felt like, okay, these were the 10 things that I like left an impact on me. I thought about them a lot. I really enjoyed them. I loved these things and I was all in for them. So if I didn't list it, it doesn't mean I didn't like it or yeah. that I didn't, yeah. didn't love it necessarily. I just, it wasn't a top 10. And I also did an honorable mentions list, but I can save that for later. So uh, these are TV shows and movies. Okay. Uh, the first thing I listed was Cobra Kai. Mm. I absolutely love that show. I don't think that there's any other show that I can binge like Cobra Kai. Mm. And I find that so odd because we've had Star Wars shows. We've had you know, Lord of the Rings shows this year, all kinds of stuff. Nothing uh, compares to Cobra Kai for me. 
and I don't wow. know why that is. I wasn't a karate kid kid growing up. Like, it, you know, it was fine. It was okay. I'm all in for this show. Uh, next, I listed The Batman, which mm-hmm. I also thoroughly enjoyed. I thought it was a very interesting, uh, fresh take mm-hmm. on Batman. She-Hulk, which got so much hate online, but I just, I looked forward to it every week, and I enjoyed it. It was it was a sitcom, you know, yeah. and I love sitcoms. You do. So it was a superhero sitcom. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obi-Wan or Kenobi or whatever we're calling that little show. Uh, I thought was great. All the Darth Vader stuff, mm. uh, even though it was <clears throat> Hayden Christensen. Uh, it was still nice to see Darth Vader. I also listed Elvis in my top 10. I thought that movie was just great. And Aaron Austin Butler, sorry, Austin Butler. <laughs> just blew me away. Uh, next on my list is Peacemaker, uh, which I thought was so good. That was another one that I really looked forward to. And I would sometimes wake up early and, and catch it before school. Uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever also made my list. The Boys season three. Mm. I thought the boys this season, I thought was the best season of the boys that we've had yet. Agreed. Uh, Rings of Power, it took me a little bit to get through it all because I hit a wall like episode five or six, and I was like, uh, I'm not really loving it too much. But by the end, I really did love it. So um, looking forward to more of that in the future. And then finally, I listed Stranger Things 4, which I thought was just phenomenal. It was just phenomenal. Just It was just fine. That's just fine. Uh, all great choices. Uh, and starting on my TV, which another little tidbit, 2022 saw 7,879 feature shows, either stream or on cable television. Is that like individual series yes. titles yes. or like individual episodes? series titles? Holy moly. Yeah. And everything from Stranger Things to Yellowstone. I mean, it's insane. The the IP and the media that happens every year that we don't even touch. Uh, my number 10 for this is Letterkenny. A new season dropped on Christmas night. Uh, I have not finished it. And it's still fantastic. It's still hilarious. It still gets me going. Uh, and it's it's crazy. This is a rarity for me, for us. It's, it's, it's quite the rarity that you start something. And you turn me on to something. And then you're like, ah, I just, I don't watch yeah. it anymore. And I'm all in. All in. I was like, oh, you don't watch it anymore. What I'm season the one is who this? got me watching it. This is season nine. Oh, I think. man. Eight or nine. Okay. Maybe one day I'll give it a go again. We'll yeah. see. Um, next, I would have to say Miss Marvel. It was um, also very good. Was was probably my favorite uh, Marvel show of 2022. I, I enjoyed Moon Knight and I liked She-Hulk. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed the special feature they did with Werewolf by Night. That was really cool. But Miss Marvel, it was it was for me, it was really cool to see the way they did the cinematography. It was very Scott Pilgrim for me. Um, introducing Kamala Khan. Uh Something that we haven't seen before, a hero type we haven't seen before, and I'm all in for that kind of stuff. And th- that actress playing uh, 
Kamala is really she's good. Fantastic. She's just a gym. Love her. She is. Uh, my next one is Umbrella Academy. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It wasn't its best season. No. Um, and with the final season coming up, which what Stranger Things and Umbrella is doing, I respect it. You know, we've told our story. We don't want to stick around. Yeah. Umbrella Academy was like the source material. We're out of it. We're done. I was just not big on Umbrella Academy this year. It's different. It's definitely a different season um, coming off the first two. Uh, It wasn't my favorite season, but I I just love the characters. Um, My next one, I also had Peacemaker. Great show. Uh, Upped the ante for um, adult comic book shows. You know? But, man, unfortunately, that Peacemaker helmet has caused John Cena to have a terrible bald spot. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. <laughs> uh, my next one is House of the Dragon. Great show. It got me excited really for good. the. It got me excited for the universe again. Mm-hmm. What the early seasons of Game of Thrones did for me. Yep. This first season of House of the Dragon did it. Uh, and I too have the Boys season three. I'm just so good, unbelievable. So good. The addition of Jensen Ackles, the spin of of Butcher getting powers off and on and just his arc and everyone's character's arc was great. And I'm still waiting for, I'm still waiting for a train just to go good. Like and, he's, and he's there. It's like, he's. he's and it, also the, the not so subtle nods to current events. Yes. Uh, was, was kind of scary, fun. but good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Kenobi. Quality. Um, aside from Mandalorian, some of the best Star Wars uh, we've gotten. Uh, I had Andor as like an honorable mention. Me too. Uh, I really liked Andor. Uh, I'm just, I, I don't. I think it's fantastic. It's yeah, different. It's, it's yeah. totally different. Uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Black Widow or Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's not like the typical Marvel stuff you get because it's love it, it. It doesn't have the magic elements yes. to it. it there was the no force. Jedi, no force, yeah. no lightsabers in this. It was all just like, these are the struggles of the people and why mm-hmm. they are rebelling and why the mm-hmm. empire is so bad. And I, I, I think that's great. And I enjoyed it, but it's just not something that I hold up. Like all the fanboys online who were like, Andor is the greatest thing ever done ever. I don't, that's because it, it's the you know? newest thing done. Most yeah. of those people are like, "This is the greatest." That's but but the but guys like this look at me as someone who like I just I love the movies and um, I just love to enjoy Star Wars no matter what. They look down on me as not being a real fan because <laughs> I don't critique it the way that they would. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's fine. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I like Star Wars. I, I, I enjoy what they did i i think that it's it's a nice fresh take to see the non-jedi stuff going on sure um like until you know they introduced luke and ahsoka mando was just fine for me i was yeah, like okay it's just a bounty hunter no jedi no lightsabers oh no, we had I, baby yoda doing the force, well yeah so. we had grogu doing this stuff but and i think it's great and i think we do need more of those stories but you know, for, for most of us, Star Wars is 
Jedi's and this is savers. this is an unlimited universe with Absolutely. literally thousands of years of time spans that they can mm-hmm. play with. So, you know, any Star Wars that they want to make, there's a place for it all. Yeah, do it. Like Absolutely. For sure. And like yeah. think if they start doing these little hour specials like they did with Werewolf by Night, like we've talked about if they do that for the X-Men to slowly kind of introduce them, they could do that with Star Wars stuff as well. Yeah. Why not do it? Like the 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 thing that that, that I just watched uh the young Qui-Gon and Dooku stuff that they did children of the jedi oh my tales god of the jedi or it was like so yeah. good yeah yeah i enjoyed the hell out of that i watched that whole thing like twice and i hardly yeah. ever rewatch stuff i was like this is so good yeah and it makes you wish that christopher lee was a part of it oh i know oh rest in peace uh moving forward my third favorite is stranger things obviously great season leading us into the final chapter of Stranger Things for 2024. God knows what we're going to get. I don't see a lot of main characters making it out alive, sadly. I think there'll Um, be some sacrifices. There will be some sacrifices. Uh, So, but just great stuff. I mean, and they did that, that blueprint Stranger Things thing. They make you fall in love with the new guy and then they take him away from you. (laughs) So, uh, then my next one is Wednesday. Just a great show. Great for Adams Family fans. Great for new gen horror and gothic fans. And just a great Netflix show. Uh, the casting's fantastic. The story writing's great. The the moments and Easter eggs are there for the, the hardcore fans that watched like the first two live action movies and the old black and white show. The Easter eggs are there. And plus, Christina Ricci's in it. You know, our Wednesday. And sh- and then there's Jenny Ortega who just knocks it out of the park. As Wednesday. I watched one episode so far, uh, thought it was you know okay. And Christie's in it. I, yeah, I saw her. Saw my girl Catherine Zeta Jones in the mm-hmm. beginning. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And the the crap that people were giving the casting of Louise Guzman, like Rob Julia was kind of an attractive guy. I get that. Gomez isn't supposed to be a child. Yeah, if you look at the old like illustrated yeah. Gomez, he's he's what makes him attractive to Morticia is his undying love. Yeah. It's passion. It's, the, it's it's passion. Yeah, it's 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 the whole the old adage of love knows no looks. You know, like you fall in love with the spirit, the person, not their looks because at the end of the day, those change. So the people who were given that hell, I'm like, you. then you don't get it. You don't know. You're not really, I'm not, I'm not trying to say like, they're not really a fan, but you're not really getting the point of Gomez Adams. If you're upset that he looks the way he looks, mm-hmm. it's just not the point. And my number one favorite thing, the last of the horror Flanagan universe for Netflix, the midnight club. Oh, my God, Flanagan has done some amazing stuff at Netflix. The Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting of Bly Manor, Midnight Mass, and The Midnight Club. He's finishing up his Netflix contract with the fall of the House of Usher. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Flanagan, that dude, watch. Flanagan gets it. Like, he gets he's actually stuff. adapting the Edgar Allan Poe short story, or it's just called that and it's something. No, he's adapting. He's adapting. 
the Edgar Allan Poe short okay, story. Okay, okay, I'm in. I'm he in. He is for that. a. You can tell when someone's a fan of what they're writing and directing. And he took the Haunting of Hill House, which is a book, and then it was a movie in like the early 2000s that was just eh, had Liam Neeson in it. It was, it was rough. He took this story and these characters and turned it into something completely different and made you wish the book was more like the show he made. Right. That's so rare that when people mm-hmm. do that, um, that they make you change your mind about the source material for the first for once. He has done amazing stuff at Netflix. The Midnight Club was fantastic. It was poised for a second and only second and final season uh, to tell the stories of these kids. Netflix got upset with him that he did not renew his contract with them, and he's now going to Prime to do stuff for them. So, out of spite, they canceled Midnight Club Season 2. But, Flanagan being the awesome human being that he is, he tweeted his entire synopsis for what Season 2 would have been for the fans, so we could get closer on these characters. Oh, nice. This is what I was going to do. Here's the storyboard. You're welcome. This is what you were going to get. Now you don't have to miss out on it. Nice. He was like, he did that for us because he knows we fell in love with these people. Uh, If you haven't watched any of Flanagan's stuff on Netflix, recommend it. Even if, like, you know, Maddie doesn't love horror. She said, Haunting of Hell House is my favorite thing you've ever showed me. Oh, wow. That's a big deal. so good. The story, the characters, it's just so good. Uh, we're Right now, we're about to finish his second, uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Uh, and then we'll go on to Midnight Mass and then Midnight Club. Um, but it's great, man. Midnight Club is so good. Um, I recommend all of those if you haven't seen them. I would imagine by now you've at least seen most of those, like Miss Marvel and Obi-Wan. But if you haven't checked out any Wednesday or any of Flanagan's stuff on Netflix, check it out. Absolutely. Check it out. Well, I've got a very short honorable mention list that I'll share with you and really don't have Absolutely. to discuss it because a lot of it we've already talked about. Uh, Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness, we've mentioned. I made uh, that an honorable mention. Andor, which we just talked about. House of the Dragon. Uh, I also included Sandman. Wanted to give Sandman some love because mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite comic books and I thought that the series was beautifully done. Very well. Um, Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah. Just because... Not because Nostalgia, I think it's baby. some like excellent you know movie. I just really had fun with it. But they got the three uh, back exactly. I mean, uh, I enjoyed watching them. I, I just I, I had a great time with it. And uh, also, Abbott Elementary. I have finally watched some of it, bro. Funny, it is. It's it has accurate. Po- yeah, it has potential to become like a new comfort show for me. Yeah, uh, I absolutely love that show, and I've. You know, I put it on honorable mention because like it's the season isn't over yet and it was mid season mm-hmm. or whatever, but it is such a good show and it it's really it, it is mockumentary style, just like The Office. Mm-hmm. Great actors, excellent characters. And if you have a teacher in your life, uh, talk to them about it. If they haven't seen it, they should. They would love it. And you might <laughs> like it yourself. It is very accurate in most regards. Uh, I showed I showed mom a little bit of it. And when the newbie's in there and she's all excited and young and she's going to change lives and all that. And mom goes, that's how Rachel Carter was her first year. 
It's <laughs> like that's how most teachers are their first year. She's yeah. a caricature of the new teacher. The big thing is, is if she doesn't change throughout the seasons, if she doesn't become jilted, that'll be even more or less likely. I could see them doing something like when Michael quit and started uh, the you know Michael Scott Paper Company. Yeah. Like this thing that I love more than anything, I'm going to give it up because I've had this sudden change of heart or whatever. Mm-hmm. I could see her like leaving the school or, or trying to do something else. Like I don't want to teach anymore. And then she gets pulled back and it's like yeah. she goes back to being chipper and, you know, energetic. She goes, she goes to be like a dog walker or something. Yeah, or which would be horrible. Pair. Yeah, they would have like they definitely include shots of her walking some big dog that's like pulling her, dragging her because she's so tiny. Uh, she's the creator of the show. Did wow, you know I yeah, did not know that. She's the writer, the creator. Now, is is Greg Daniels and any of them involved? I don't. I think there's a couple of the office people involved, but I can't remember who. But yeah, Quinta, forget her last name. Uh, she uh, started the whole thing. Yeah, that's crazy. She's yeah. funny. I love the the jilted old teacher who's been doing this for years, you know. And when you get the, that character, the the redhead or the the redhead. Or, yeah, yeah. She was uh, the nanny on the Parent, Parent Trap. Trap. Yeah, the low hand version. Yeah. And she's doing an accent, which is uh Philly. Yeah, South, she's a, South a Philly. Philly, South Philly accent. Yeah, which is one and I she's. I think she's like Italian or something. Mm-hmm. So. It's a funny show. Um, I definitely recommend that too. I also wanted to talk a little bit about what's to come in twenty twenty three that we're looking forward to. Oh, we are looking forward to so much. We are going to I actually spoke to the people of uh, Metrothamcon in Chattanooga. They are finalizing blueprinting and stuff. It's not till May, and they're already kind of getting a jump up on things. Uh, we're very excited about that. We're going to be doing a panel about nerding in the 90s. So basically, we'll go back and listen to those episodes and and kind of pull out the good stuff and educate, hopefully educate some of the younger nerds what it was like being a nerd in the 90s. Uh, because in those episodes, you know, one of the things that I enjoyed that we talked about was uh, it wasn't mainstream in the 90s to be a nerd. It wasn't cool mm-hmm. in society. So I think it'll be fun. Uh, and of course, if you are not following Fanboy Expo on social media and seeing the name drops they have been doing already, Mm-hmm. Even before 2023 hit, they were name dropping some stuff that's going to come to Knoxville in July. They're doing a Lord of the Rings reunion. So far, we have Haldir, we have Eowyn, and we have Gimli. And so more far. to come. And more to come. It's going to be a big year for Fanboy Expo. And uh, I'm excited about some of the episodes we have. You know, we will... You know, we've talked about before we we make plans and the world laughs. Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> regularly with us. Your plans. That's funny. You guys are cute. <laughs> um, so we do have some episodes that we're really excited about. We're definitely going to be doing that. Uh, talk about 
Uh, Big Bang Theory, we're going to do some discussions about The Office this season. The Uh, redemption of Batman and Robin, question mark? Question mark is the big part of that title. Yeah. But we've got some great stuff, and uh, we're obviously going to get back with, uh, have some guests back on. Vixen's going to come on again later in the year when she's less busy. Beth Crowley, you know, will be back to talk The Witcher, because uh, I can't wait to get not just her reaction to season three, but Cavill's last season as Geralt. Right. I can't, I, I, I talked to her a little bit, and she was kind of like, all I can say is WTF right now. I'm yeah. I'm still kind of reeling. <laughs> and she's been busy. If you're not following Beth Crowley on YouTube, uh, you can find her on Spotify, iTunes. She has released some great music recently. Some really quality stuff. Uh, what are some things you're excited about for this year? Well, just in like the entertainment world outside of what we're doing, we got big stuff coming like Ant-Man and... Uh, Indiana Jones 5, I think, is coming this mm-hmm. year, right? Mm-hmm. The second season of Loki, which I'm mm. really stoked about because season one was great. Like my second favorite Marvel series uh, right after WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Uh, Across the Spider-Verse is happening this year. The first part of that. I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. We are getting the, the final Guardians of the Galaxy. We sure are. Because the and Christmas then, special was fantastic. I really enjoyed that. It was, a, it was definitely an honorable mention for me. I'm excited about all that stuff. I'm also excited, I think. I'm pretty sure Blue Beetle drops this year. I think it's supposed to. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see. It's technically going to be the first of Guns DCU, by the way it looks. Uh, so it'll Really? Be, I didn't think that he had any involvement with that. I well, he, it was he like doesn't before. He doesn't, but he's keeping it. So uh, maybe he is keeping it just to say, okay, that's done. Or maybe he actually likes, because Blue Beetle, I feel like Blue Beetle and Booster Gold are up Guns Alley. Like, I feel like he'd do some great stuff with them, uh, as, as well as the old gods and the new gods and stuff like that. So I can be upset about some things that have happened in DC, but I am looking forward to to what Gun brings us in the coming years with uh, the DCU. Um I'm also looking forward to the possibility of uh, returning to New York Comic Con this year. Uh, We didn't go this past October because I'm planning a wedding. And I'm looking forward to getting married here in a few weeks. Getting our boy hitched here pretty soon. In a few weeks. We just got uh, 2023 is going to be a good year. Yeah. For, For the nerd culture, the entertainment industry. 30 and nerdy us individually. It's going to be a good year. And we hope that it's a great year for the listeners as well. The best year. Yes. We hope that at the end of this year, you're like, wow, it really was the best year ever. And then you'll come back and you'll say, thank you, 30 and nerdy. Yeah. For putting that kindness on me. And, And we will say you are welcome. For manifesting your great year. If you if you want to reach out to us, what were some of your favorite parts of 2022? Uh, what were some redeeming moments if you had a rough 2022? Uh, we hope that you uh, continue to stay with us. Thank you to all those new listeners we gained throughout 2022 and social media followers. It was also a very, 
very good year for so our social media presence and new listeners. And that's all I can ask for. We are very thankful for you all because we wouldn't continue this. Uh, if it wasn't for you all, we would just go back to talking about it on the phone or in a car. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Uh, well, 630 comes pretty quickly, my friend. Yes, it does, sir. And we both got to get up early. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Stay kind to one another. Stay kind to yourselves. Kick off the new year right. And as always, cheers to you. Get a pause for the dramatic effect. It's very nice. There once were two dudes who met back in college. Nobody loved pop culture more. So they started a podcast to talk all about it And 30 and Nerdy was born Oh, 30 and Nerdy was born You might hear them chat about shows like The Witcher Or movies like Lord of the Rings And if Josh has to choose, he is loyal to Marvel While Tyler goes more for DC Yes, Tyler goes more for DC. Now come, come, one and all. Nerd up or shut up, just answer the call to be part of our journey into magical worlds. Join us and cheers to ya nerds. Join us and cheers to ya nerds. So, so some of the things that you have listed here, are they things that you watched within the year that came out this year or some things that came out before, but you just happened to watch them now? No, I watched them. They came out in 2022. Okay. Well, No Way Home didn't come out in 2022. It came out in 2021. It did? Yeah. You sure? Did we see it in 2022? No. Hmm.